Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I am glad that you are here to join with me today. Mmm, that's a nice roast. I don't remember what it was whenever I popped in my little K-cup, but I tell you, it's, it is pretty nice. And you know, I like being able to conveniently get a single cup of coffee. I am really the only coffee drinker in the house. Now, uh, I think Aaron drinks coffee uh, when he comes to visit, but he hasn't been able to be back for a while. Uh, a couple of years ago, uh, my sister-in-law was staying with us for about, gosh, I think maybe five months uh, when she had moved back to Illinois and we were at the old house. Now, she she was a serious coffee drinker. She'd make a pot of coffee every morning. That was pretty sweet and convenient. Thank you, Tammy. Uh, <laughs> I guess I need to get up real early. Well, I already do. But head over there for a cup of coffee if she's making a whole pot. Uh <laughs> Well, today is a good day. It's a Monday. I hope you had fun this weekend. Uh, we did a lot of stuff outside on Saturday. We got the last of the wire hooked up for the uh, uh, the new goat pen. Uh, and then last night, I uh, put together a box uh, for putting the charger in. And uh, But yesterday was just kind of a nasty, cold, windy day and... We really didn't do much outside at all. You know, it was Mother's Day. Take the time off. We did uh, go to uh, church. We had a drive-in church. That was kind of cool. They struggled with the wind and the microphones. (laughs) But it was kind of nice because you could see familiar faces in the different cars. And that uh, was kind of nice. We've gone, I think my wife said, seven weeks um, with churches closed, and uh, this was uh, not going to be an every Sunday thing because it did take a lot uh, of people to pull it off uh, in this fashion. But uh, anyway, that was that was a good part of yesterday, and of course, you know, spending time with my mom, and uh, uh, that's uh, that was good. That was good too. Well, tell you what, I was flipping through the phone this morning and I came across something that made me laugh that I thought I would, you know, share with you. And it's one of those things that afterwards I started thinking about it a little bit deeper and I thought, oh, that could be a good topic for today. Anyway, this, I'll I'll post this on the, um, the Facebook page. It's, it's just some goofy pronunciations uh, that we have in the English language where you could have things written the same way, but it's pronounced differently. It's just a collection of different ones um, that people had submitted apparently to some board. The way it looks like they're all, it's like the same typeface and everything. So I figured, okay, it must be, uh, you know, what they collected. The fact that Kansas and Arkansas are pronounced differently bothers me way more than it should. <laughs> uh, pronouncing words that end in O-U-G-H, cough, bow, rough, doe, 
through thorough. Um, yeah, it, it's more and more. Um, or yes, not thorough. It was though. But thorough can fit in there also. It's bouncing back and forth. Why can't it be consistent? Here's a good one that I saw not long ago and I never thought of before. <clears throat> Is the S or the C in scent silent? Of course, scent is spelled S-C-E-N-T, which is silent, the S or the C. Why does fridge, spelled F-R-I-D-G-E, why does fridge have a D in it, but refrigerator doesn't? You know, and that has tripped me up. I am not the world's best speller. I am a certified English teacher in the state of Illinois, so let that scare you out there. But why does fridge have a D and refrigerator, which is what it comes from, doesn't? Why are Zoe and Zoe, Z-O-E-Y and Z-O-E, pronounced the same? But Joey... J-O-E-Y and Joe, J-O-E, aren't. Yeah, Zoe and Zoe, but it's Joey and Joe. That's a good question. I had never seen or thought of that one before. You can drink a drink, but you can't food a food. You can drink a drink, but you can't food a food. The word Q, Q-U-E-U-E, like a line, standing in a line, standing in a Q. The word Q is just a capital letter Q, followed by four silent letters. Yeah? Yeah? And you know what? You don't write, go stand in a queue with just a capital Q. The last one is, why is W, you know, the, the letter W, called double U, when it clearly is a double V? That's interesting. Double U and double V. You know, as I look through this, of course, I love these kind of things. They make you chuckle. And um, some of these, I know the answers to. The first one, the fact that Kansas and Arkansas are pronounced differently bothers me more, way more than it should. Well, and that was an issue because people wanted to pronounce them the same way, but others were pronouncing them a different way. When it came to Kansas, there was no if ands, or buts about it. It's just always been Kansas. But Arkansas, my grandmother on my mom's side used to pronounce it Arkansas. Arkansas. And I've heard different people, you know, older folks especially, make reference to that. You know, the, the reasons for, ch to, well, it would make sense either way. 
you know, Arkansas, Kansas, okay, it's the same words, let's just add the R to it. But also, not wanting to be confused, this is not like a state that was divided out of Kansas, and so they wanted to pronounce it differently so there wouldn't be a confusion and have, you know, this is our state, a state pride thing. So there was a legislation that was submitted and passed through the um, uh, legislature there in the state that said, we are not going to be known as Arkansas. The correct pronunciation is Arkansas. And that's uh, uh, that's how they came up with it, or that's you know part of that story. There's probably a lot more to the story. I just haven't been overly interested or having a fit of insomnia where I wanted to clearly look it up. Now you look through uh, some of the others here. The you can drink a drink, but you can't food a food. That made me chuckle, but I quickly figured it out. Drink can be a verb or a noun. Food is just a noun. Now, some words start off as nouns, but we use them in an inappropriate way enough that our language changes and it also functions as a verb. The most common one is uh, the uh, search engine Google. Whenever it started, okay, it's called Google. That's the name of it. You're going to do a search on Google. Then people started very loosely using the term, oh, I'm going to Google that, meaning I'm going to go specifically to Google to look it up, but they just said, I'm going to Google it. That has become such a part of our society that it has also become a verb in that context. Well, food has not done that, but drink has. You're going to drink something, and this is called a drink. Now, which came first? I'm not sure. I'm almost willing to say or place a bet that it probably started off as a verb and and then the other, but I don't know. That's just my thought. Now you got other ones where you look at like Q, Q Q-U-E-U-E, or you look at scent, S-C-E-N-T, or you look at the, uh, like with cough or bow, O-U-G-H. And I have learned enough through some different, you know, vocabulary things such as, um, goodness, What's the name of it? I'm blanking out. She does a podcast. She's written a couple of books. Uh, uh, Grammar Girl. And there also used to be a gal on YouTube in the very early days of YouTube that she was a Russian, come over here to the United States, and she specialized in basically language autopsy is what I would term it, tearing apart a language, understanding the words, the histories, the origins of different parts of the words. She was known as hot for words because she's a pretty hot looking chick. And and with the Russian accent, uh, so anyway, <laughs> she uh, 
there, there's different reasons why we have the unique spellings. And some of it goes back a long ways, and it's because we've changed how we pronounce words, but we don't necessarily change how we spell them. You see, there's some things you can figure out right away. You know, okay, why don't we say you can't food a food? Well, that one we can kind of figure out. It's obvious. But other ones, we don't know. If we want to know, we're going to have to look it up. And what we may find is that in some cases, there's a specific reason for it. And in other cases, we may not be able to find the reason. We simply may not. It, there may not be a good reason for it. It may also be that the history of it is so far back and so complex that there's disagreement as in, you know, how something has become what it is today. Well, you know what? People are the same way. People are just like these different little things. There are different things that people do that is different from what you do. And sometimes <clears throat> when, you, uh, when you're looking at it, oh, just a second, got to reach way over and get where I had to sit down the coffee. Sometimes, um, you know, you have to, it's pretty complex to try to figure out and you're not going to necessarily understand it. If we look at people, they do different things than what you do, what I do. And that may strike us as, well, why do they do it that way? Or why do they think about it that way? Well, sometimes the reason may be obvious. And it's clear. It's a clear understanding. You know, maybe this is how they learn something. Or uh, you were an only child and the other person had, you know, a whole household, household of people. I remember my freshman year college roommate. We had some challenges. <laughs> That's probably to say the least, and it's probably good that I don't remember all of them, and hopefully he doesn't remember all of them, and we, we, you know, we have a good taste in our mouths about the other. But I'm an only child, and uh, he came from, I think, a family of 10, if I remember right. Um, and, uh, you know, as, a, uh, as an only child... You know, I don't necessarily have the concept of share down because it was all mine. You know, I'm an only child. Uh, and for him, uh, when you've got 10 in the family, 10 kids in the family or thereabouts, uh, you don't have a, the concept of privacy. You got share down, but you don't have the concept of privacy. And so, yeah, there were, there were differences we had that we could kind of understand this is why there's the difference. But then there's other things where you look at and you go, why the heck is somebody doing that? Why are they saying, uh, saying that? Why do they act in a particular way that isn't helpful, doesn't seem to make sense? And that's one of the struggles that a lot of times therapists working with a person has. <clears throat> the person comes in complaining of symptoms and 
maybe it's very clear and easy to understand. Okay, yeah, you've got the classic symptoms of major depressive disorder, and these kind of things have happened in your life a while back. Those things didn't get resolved. Now you've got you know, the biochemistry that has kicked in because of, the, of, of what you have been through. Uh, you've got major depression. So this is what our plan of treatment is for counseling. This is our plan of treatment regarding medication, blah, blah, blah. But then you get some folks where there's a whole bunch in there. There's a whole bunch of stuff, and you're trying to make sense out of it. You're trying to understand how these symptoms came about, and you're not going to easily figure it out. Sometimes you'll have people that, well, some expectations from management, I'll just lump it all that way, and I've seen it on different levels, different places, there is a push to, first time you meet somebody, you need to put down clearly a diagnosis. I've worked at somewhere, no, you didn't have to right away. You could put down diagnosis deferred because you don't know yet. But others, they want a diagnosis, first time meeting of which, how much of that first time meeting is you know, going over paperwork, maybe starting assessment. They're wanting to kind of tell their story. And you're not, you're not really, you're, all you're doing is a really rough guesstimate of, you know, what their diagnosis is. Or maybe, you know, uh, the, the, it's a doctor who has seen them first in the middle of another ass- assignment. And so they give them a diagnosis and I'll look at that and go, where in the world did they come up with that diagnosis? Well, it may be, you know, that's what they had to put down. And what will happen is with just people in general, we just, not talking about in a clinic, but you're just walking down the street or you're, you know, with it or around somebody at work or what have you. And, and their behaviors really aren't making any sense at all. Do you just slap some sort of a thing on them like, well, that's stupid. Why would you do that? You're just acting stupid. I've been hanging around grandkids here quite a bit lately, and I'll hear that term. If something is not the way that they think it should be, well, that's stupid. You know what? Adults do the same thing. But that's where sometimes we need to sit down and think through a little bit more and try to understand, is the person really stupid? Can you give me a clear definition of stupid without the your definition being stupid? <laughs> but, you know, we may make those kind of comments because we don't want to take the time to understand. There probably is a reason buried in there. There is logic in how something develops. It may not be the best choices, the best decisions, or it could be there were no other options there were no other options to a person. Or this was an option. They took it. It wasn't the best option in looking or at something, trying to interpret it, or their their way of dealing with it. And now other decisions have been based, other actions have been based on this faulty one. You ever been lost? Driving? You didn't have a map. You thought you knew the way. All of a sudden, you wind up somewhere and you're like, holy cow, where am I? That happened to me the other day. Um, 
was driving and I thought I'd take a shortcut because where I live, everything's pretty well laid out in square miles. However, I was getting into an area where there's a state um, forest and not all the and there's a river that runs through the state forest and not all roads go all the way through and i'm glad i had my phone on me and i'm glad i had cell service for the map because there were roads that on the map even it said it went through and the bridges were closed the bridges were out they had a great big pile of gravel to block people from trying to drive across them. And I got turned around and I was getting, not panicky, but it was like I was getting frustrated trying to figure out how do I get to where I want to go when I'm in the middle of this. A lot of times people find that in their way of life simply because they've been following signs that were not necessarily accurate signs, accurate you know, decisions or accurate interpretations. So sometimes what we need to do is take the time, just like with some of those words like scent, um, there's, there's probably a very logical reason for it. We need to just look it up to understand it. Take the time. When it comes to ourselves or when it comes to family members or friends or coworkers where we're getting kind of frustrated, don't just say, oh, that's just stupid. That's dumb. No, take the time. Take the time to understand and also realize that sometimes you're not going to figure it out anytime soon. They may not figure it out anytime soon. It's going to be one of those things that takes time and sometimes it's not going to be figured out. That's also one of the possible answers. We're just not going to know. And we need to be okay with some things that way. And then simply be respectful. Don't just say, well, that's dumb. And since I can't figure out an answer, I'm just going to call it dumb. No, be respectful. Be kind. Be good. I know you will. You listen to my podcast. <laughs> and I'm sure that... Uh, if you're listening to it, you're, you're interested in doing things the best possible way. Not necessarily I have always the best possible answer, but you know we're all on this road to be better and do better. All right, folks, that's it for today. I hope you have a great one, and we will catch you next time. Enjoy the rest of your coffee. Bye-bye.